All right, Alexander, we had elections in Spain, and the result is deadlock. At least that's, that's how I uh, interpret it. It doesn't look like uh, they're going to be able to form a government, actually, either, either the left uh, or the right. And uh, we may have to go into elections again in the fall. Uh, what is your read on things in Spain? Right. I think the first thing to say is that compared to opinion polls and some predictions, the right has underperformed. And we'll come to the reasons for that in a moment. But in spite of that, I think it is important to say, because the media is not covering this properly, that the right did gain more votes and many more seats, or at least a certain amount of more seats than the left did. They are closer to forming a government than the left is. And though I don't imagine that a government can be formed, because as you rightly said, the, um, the balance of um, forces in the parliament make that incredibly difficult. Um, and I do expect that there will be another election in, in the fall. I still think that at the, over the course of that election, we will probably see an, a further push towards the right and we will see a right-wing government eventually emerge. And the reason why the right fell short is because the Vox Party, which had been so much talked about, actually lost ground. There was a lot of predictions that it would gain ground. It actually lost ground. And I think there are two reasons for this. Firstly, in Spain, where right up until 1975, you had a dictatorship with General Franco, who had been supported before the Second World War by the Germans and the Italians, by the Nazis and Mussolini. Um, you know, he remained in power until 1975. Um, being labelled a fascist party is going to lose, if you're successfully labelled, if you let yourself be labelled a, a fascist party, is going to lose you votes. It's going to lose you support in Spain. And I think they were, to a certain extent, successfully labelled in that way. But I'm going to make a, a, another suggestion, and it's a more mischievous one, and which you're probably not going to be able to find um, set out clearly in the opinion polls and things of this kind. But I think Vox made a mistake on the stance that he took over foreign policy. Because as I understand it, it basically said that over this big crisis in Ukraine, it would be more of the same. They would continue the support that Spain has extended to Ukraine up to now. And I think that was unpopular with some of its potential supporters. And contrast that with what's happening in Germany and in Austria where the IFD and the Freedom Party are recommending a different policy with respect to the conflict in Ukraine. The IFD is rising in the polls, its growth is continuing. And in Austria, the Freedom Party looks well positioned now to win outright the next elections. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. You could even uh, put uh, Marine Le Pen in there as well as as being, you know, one of these voices that is that is 
providing a different uh, position with regards to, to foreign policy. And I, I think Vox, you know, it seemed like it was more of the same as far as foreign, foreign policy yes. went. That if, if they were to gain seats, it would just be, you know, the same as, as the other major parties. So there's, there's no real reason to, to throw your hat in with Vox, where with Avde, they, they are providing, whether you believe they're going to execute on it or not, or Marine Le Pen or the Freedom Party, if they're going to execute on these promises, it's a whole different story. I mean, you may get a Maloney incident where yes. she talks a big game, but she comes to power and nothing changes. But at least vocally, they're saying something very different than, than the other parties. And I think yes. that hurt Fox. I think it did. It is exactly why. Now, I, I still expect I said, the right to win the um, to win the elections in the fall. I mean, I'd be surprised if they didn't. I mean, despite falling short, they have momentum behind them. And it, it seems to me that this second left-wing party, thats it's not even a party, it's a coalition of various groups, the Communist Party, Podemos, all these sorts of groups that have come together to form a, a new radical left party to the left of the socialists. I mean, they didn't break through either, as far as I can see. So... I I think that it would be a real surprise if the, if the left and the socialists succeeded in clawing it all back. But I think that though the right is likely to win in the elections in the fall, it will be very much an establishment right based on the PP, the um, Conservative Party in Spain that's been there for ever since basically uh, uh, the death of Franco, the end of um, his era. And they will pursue very much the same policies, foreign policies that current Spanish governments have done. And they might take a rather more rigorous approach towards um, some of the re regions in Spain, Catalonia, especially Basques to some extent. But it won't make a radical change. It won't be that radical break with the policies of today that um, some people perhaps might have expected and which a stronger vote for Vox might have brought about. Yeah. Do you think the, the public in Spain is, is aligned more with the popular party's approach, which is to, to stay the course on foreign policy, or do you think that, that the people in Spain want a different approach in I suspect that they do want a different approach in foreign policy. I appreciate that's probably not what the opinion polls tell you. But I think that all across Europe, and especially in southern Europe, there's been a shift. And I would say something. I mean, relations between Russia and Spain at a formal level have been relatively good. And, you know, there was a time when these two countries, the opposite ends of Europe, seemed to be on reasonably friendly terms. And, of course... Spain is not a country with a long, deep history of hostility to Russia. And, of course, Russia, on the contrary, has had historically a rather friendly attitude towards Spain. So I, I, I doubt that it's a possible to consolidate Spanish opinion on a very hard line anti-Russian position. I think it's probably harder to do that than it is in, say, northern, northern Europe. And I think, so there is, I think there is that difference. And I think also Spain, 
Spanish people, in my experience, are actually politically pretty sophisticated. Um, they probably understand better, despite the fact that their media is no different from the media elsewhere in Europe, but I suspect that they understand better than people in Northern Europe that this war in Ukraine is going horribly wrong. And they probably also sense that some of the people in Ukraine who we are supporting in the West, we shouldn't really be supporting. And they don't want Spain to have anything to do with that. And I think they're alarmed by the fact that the Spanish government is sending weapons to Ukraine and has been sending more Leopard 2 tanks to Ukraine. And they're saying this is not a conflict we want to be a part on, a party to and involved in. And they would rather that a different approach was taken. So I think it's more I think it's more that kind of sentiment. It's probably quite widespread in Spain. Not, of course, amongst everybody, but I think it's more widespread in Spain. And I think it's also especially widespread amongst the sort of people that might have voted either for Vox or for this new grouping on the left, which also, in my opinion, has underperformed. Yeah. That new grouping reminds me of uh, Syriza. It is exactly that. That is, ex that is exactly what it is. That is precisely what it is. Yeah. So a final question is uh, uh, about Sanchez. Uh, it seems that, that Sanchez wasn't expecting to, to have a deadlock. It seems that he was expecting to, to be voted out. And, and he had his sights set. At one point, he even said that uh, he, would, he would be the NATO or at least there were the rumors that he would be the, the NATO Secretary General, or at least his hat was, was in, the, in the ring for the running of, uh, of NATO Secretary General. Um, do you get the sense that, that, that Sanchez is very much like Macron in, in his attitude of, you know, I'm, I'm not really so into uh, being Prime Minister of Spain anymore, and I'd like to move on to bigger and better globalist things? Absolutely. I think this has been a most disappointing outcome for him. I mean, if he'd won outright, well, anyway, he would have still been prime minister and he'd been running a strong government or at least a government and he would have been hailed as a hero because he managed to defeat the right and gain this unexpected result. So that would have been good for him in a kind of way. Even better would have been him losing. He would have been the heroic fighter who resisted the rise of the right but failed and of course that meant that he needed to be rewarded by being promoted to better and greater things maybe not secretary general of nato that doesn't look so likely now but who knows you know something nice president of the european central bank <laughs> something of that kind i mean that sort of thing and uh, um, chair of the European Commission. Who knows? But of course, that's not going to happen. President of the European Council, best of all. You don't actually do anything very much. You just preside over meetings. But anyway, that's probably what he was looking forward to. And of course, instead, what he's probably going to find is that he's now still trapped inside Spanish politics. He's no longer um, in strong position as prime minister. I presume he's going to remain acting prime minister until the fall. He might 
be find himself pushed into leading the socialists into the next election, something which I'm sure he doesn't want to do. So he's lost his chance of a nice cushy job in Europe or uh, somewhere else. And at the same time, he's still trapped inside the labyrinth of Spanish politics. <laughs> he's probably very upset with the outcome of this I'm election sure. anyway. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> the the Duran.locals.com. We are on Odyssey, Rumble, BitChute, Rockfin, and Telegram. And go to the Duran shop. 10% off. Use the code. Good day. Take care.